Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day. That's why since July 2021, we've had a new podcast episode every day because we want to give you something to listen to every day. Most of these daily episodes are short, maybe only 10 minutes, although a few are much longer, especially the ones where we speak with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English. Some are in a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few, we only speak in Spanish. We also have the occasional throwback episode, where we play a previously recorded Instagram Live. Sometimes we give tips on how to improve your English, while other times we talk about a wide variety of topics. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and check out keeptalking.co to sign up for a free trial interaction with Keep Talking and to learn more about our memberships. And hey, if you've been listening to Keep Talking Podcast for a while and you like our content, please share our podcast with a friend who you know would like it too. Thanks in advance, and now on to the show. What's up, talkers? ¿Qué más? ¿Cómo vamos? En este episodio tenemos más de tu tema favorito. Deletreo en inglés, ¿sí? All right, so in this episode, I am actually going to be going over pretty much verbatim an article about this. El artículo está en español, pero 20 palabras difíciles de deletrear en inglés, ¿sí? Uh, let's see, what is it called? It's from whatsup.es.blog, etc., etc. I'll, I'll have a link to it in the show notes, right? But this is a pretty good list of words that are really hard to spell in English. So for those of you who are looking to take your English writing to the next level, this is a good article to review, a good episode to listen to. So the first word they have in the list is accommodation. A-C-C-O-M-M-O-D-A-T-I-O-N. Accommodation, right? And we use accommodation to say like, you know, the hotel you're staying at, those are your accommodations. And it's funny because these words are actually kind of hard for me to spell <laughs> off the top of my head as a native English speaker. Now, you'll also see the word uh, on the second word on the list is affect and effect, right? So to affect is the verb, es como afectar, A-F-F-E-C-T. Then the, the word, the noun, effect, is spelled E-F-F-E-C-T. So la diferencia está en la primera letra, A versus E, right? And it's actually, it's, it's pretty much the same in Spanish, so this shouldn't be that difficult, right? Um, si va a afectar, Algo empieza con la A, ¿sí? Y si va a tener algún efecto en algo, empieza con la E. Next word on the list is business. This is an important one. And we say it kind of, you know, weird anyway. Business. It sounds like it would be just like B-I-Z-N-I-S or something. The business. My business. My business. I'm sorry. I'm doing a ludicrous rap song now. But B U S. I-N-E-S-S. Es difícil con varias S's, see? Anyway, but B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. The next one is committed. Committed. And this is always an interesting word to begin with in Spanish because a lot of times in Spanish you hear the word compromiso, which is commitment, and it makes you think that in English the word would be compromise. But a compromise is a little different than a commitment, right? So un compromiso es un commitment. Si estás comprometido a algo, no necesariamente a una persona, pero uh, it's committed, right? C-O-M-M-I-T-T-E-D. So there's two M's and two T's. Next one they've got on the list is dessert. <laughs> it's tough to even pronounce it right. We've got desert and dessert. 
listen to the difference, right? We have desert, which is desierto, and desert, which is postre, okay? So desert, desierto, just has one S, D-E-S-E-R-T, uh, that's desierto. And then we've got dessert, postre, it sounds weird. You would think it would be like desert, because there's the two S's, but we just say it like dessert, right? We almost say it with like a Z sound, but it's spelled D-E-S-S-E-R-T. It's very strange. The next word on the list is dilemma. Y dilemma es igual en español, pero creo que en español solo se escribe con una M, creo. Anyway, there are two M's in English. D-I-L-E-M-M-A. Dilemma. And then we have embarrassed. This word sucks to spell. I'll be honest. Yo lo deletreo mal muchas veces. Embarrassed. Avergonzado. Tener vergüenza. Sí. E-M-B-A-R-R-A-S-S-E-D. So you have two R's and two S's. Embarrassed. And then we have immediate. Inmediato. See, ¿sí? there are two M's and there's not an N in English. This is actually an interesting word or an interesting concept like how a lot of times in Spanish you'll see an N come before the M. Like I believe it's inmigración, I-N-M. I believe that's right. And then you have inmediato, I-N-M. See? But that in English, both of those are two M's. There's no N. So it's I-M-M, right? I-M-M-E-D-I-A-T-E. Immediate. The next word on the list is li... <laughs> I want to say it like the French accent. Liaison. Liaison. The liaison is just like the person who connects two people to each other, right? Uh, sometimes I feel like a liaison is like a fancy word for like a coordinator. I'm, I'm the liaison. The liaison. Anyway, those French, French are all fancy. But L-I-A-I... S-O-N. I hope I'm not messing any of these up as I'm saying. ¿Sabes a veces cuando estás leyendo una palabra en voz alta, dices una letra mal y no te das cuenta? Espero que eso no pase. Anyway, then we have millennium. Millennium. M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-U-M. It actually reminds me of Mississippi. El estado de Mississippi en los Estados Unidos. This is a bonus. It's not on the list, right? But M-I-S-S-I-S-S-S-I-P-P-I. We learned how to spell that like when we were really young, like singing it. M-I-S-S-I-S-S. No, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. So there's two S's, two S's again, and then two P's, I believe. Whew, you know what's even worse is Massachusetts. El estado de Massachusetts de los Estados Unidos. Y ni siquiera voy a intentar, ¿sabes? Yo, yo lo voy a deletrear mal. Porque cada vez que lo escribo como en un documento de Google o algo así, mi Google spell check dice que no, 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 Sean. Y como la tercera vez, lo, lo hago bien, ¿sí? But anyway, Massachusetts. Woo. Okay, the next word on the list is misspell. Huh, funny. Deletrear mal es lo que significa to misspell a word. And so to spell... Misspell is M-I-S-S-P-E-L-L. -S then we have necessary, necesario, right? And there's one C and two S's. So you have N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. How about this one, neighbor? Whew, who came up with this word? Vecino es mucho más fácil. Vecino, vecina, es fácil de deletrear. Bueno, al, tal vez alguien se podría confundir la, la V con la B. O sea, la V de vaca con la B de bebé, no sé. Pero vecino. Ok, fácil. Neighbor. Uh, suena como N-A-Y-B-O-R o algo así. Neighbor. Pero es 
N-E-I-G-H-B-O-U-R. We never really think about how difficult that is as native English speakers. Then we have pronunciation. I don't think that one's that hard. Especially si, si hablas español, es como, bueno, pronunciación, pero con la T en vez de la C al final. P-R-O-N-U-N-C-I-A-T-O, excuse me, T-I-O-N al final. Creo que lo hice mal, pero, pero bueno, entiendes, como pronunciación, pero sin el acento en la O y la C al final se convierte en una T. Como normal, muchas palabras en inglés son así. Psychologist. Ooh, that's not that hard either, right? It's just the P at the beginning is weird, right? But P-S-Y-C-H-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. Psychologist, psicólogo. Then we have questionnaire. Ooh, yeah, questionario. Yeah, I'll agree that this is kind of a hard one just because the two N's confuse me. But anyway, it's Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-N-A-I-R-E. Next word on the list is Q. So what is a cue? Es como, es como una fila o una cola, dependiendo de qué país eres. Pero eh, es como una fila. Si tienes que, you have to, you have to cue, you have to, to wait in the queue. I mean, usually around here where I'm from, we just say the line. Where's the line? <laughs> the line, la fila. But anyway, the word cue is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. Es como, es como que ue, que ue. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it, we say it cue in English. Then we have to recommend, right? Recomendar, es fácil, but we just have two M's in English. So R-E-C-O-M-M-E-N-D. Uh, and then of course on this list they have there, there, and there. <laughs> so they have there, T-H-E-I-R, de ellos. We have there, like they are, ellos son, uh, o ellos están. Uh, T-H-E-Y apostrophe, R-E. And then we have there, like allí, o allá. T-H-E-R-E. You've probably heard of this before. And the last one they have is rhythm. <laughs> rhythm is a funny one. El ritmo. El ritmo en, en español es más fácil de deletrear también. R-I-T-M-O. Even a gringo can do that, right? I think I got that right. Espero que sí. Anyway, but in English, it's R-H-Y-T-H-M, right? It's one of those words with no vowels because Y technically is not a vowel. La Y para nosotros no es un vocal, pero sirve como un vocal aquí. Anyway, that's the list. I'll put a link to the article in the show notes. They talk a little more about each one of these words. And there are, of course, a lot more words uh, in English that are difíciles de deletrear, but this was a good article, so I wanted to read it. And if they don't like me for stealing their material, well, then they can come find me in Minnesota and we'll have a spelling contest to decide who gets to use the article or not. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. All right, talkers. We'll talk again soon. Peace. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English. Go to keeptalking.co to sign up for your free trial if you haven't already. And remember to share this podcast with a friend who you think would like it as well. Heck, don't just share it with one friend. Share it all over social media. Let's keep